This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Dear friend, today's program was made with you in mind. We have for you the heart of the church, pillow talk, good music, and present truth. Please stay with us. It's time for the segment, The Heart of the Church. Dear friend, you're welcome once again to our program, The Heart of the Church, an inspirational program that will help you to understand the Bible more and to live by it. We are here with our friends as usual. Glorious Thank you. I want to thank you so much for coming every day to help us. My Glorious name is Emmanuel Laye. For this week, as we said, we're looking at the origin and nature of the Bible. And we are doing this in the larger context of looking at interpreting the Bible itself. We thank God for the study. Uh, we'll delve into a prayer season before we start with our sister, uh, Gloria. Father in heaven, we thank you for this day. We ask that you be with us throughout our study this day in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And so we're looking at the divine revelation of the Bible. And I'll come straight to our guest here who have been helping us. Um, uh, Frank, what does it mean for the, the Bible to be a divine revelation? Divine revelation. When you are talking about something divine, it means you are talking about God. So the Bible has a divine source. Then revelation, revealing something, uh, unveiling something to us. And so, the Bible is God's own revelation for us. So, as an aspect of the nature of the Bible, Mm -hmm. it is God's own revelation for us. It is His Word that He has revealed unto us, that it should guide our lives here on earth. So, His Word that is guiding us. It looks like it's not just an ordinary book or any other book. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you want to say about that. Yes, um, it's confirmed in Romans 1-2 that... The author of the word of mm-hmm. God is God himself. Okay. And that makes it divine. And it was like direct verbal communication between God and particular human beings. But the words came from God himself. That makes it divine. So Christians have sometimes said so it's difficult to obey God's word. I mean, looking at the divine nature, how can we relate to this? I mean, as Christians, how do we obey God's word? That is Frank, if you can help us yeah. with that. In order to apply the word of God in our lives, we need the Holy Spirit. Because God himself promised us of the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit will lead us into the truth of the word. And so if you want to get the truth and also apply it in our lives, we need the Holy Spirit. And so we just can't do it without the Holy Spirit. Okay, okay. Uh, Maybe you will conclude for us with a few words on that point. We are told though it is of divine origin, they are given for practical purposes. Yeah. They can, they are practicable. That is why God gave them to us. Else God would have maybe given them to other deities. All right. But All right. these are words for humans. And he has made it practical for us. Unfortunately for us, as our brother added, 
He knows that by our fallible nature we cannot obey. That is mm -hmm. why he has given us the power of the Holy Spirit yes. to help us obey. So God's word is as practical as any other thing. So all too soon we have come to the end. But I think before we go, we could have a minute or so to look at the divine revelation. I mean, it just means that the Bible itself is holy, so to speak. I don't know what you may want to uh, mention on that, Frank, quickly. The Bible is holy. It reveals God. Mm. God is holy. You understand? You know, it's just straightforward and so simply put. Yeah. And, and I think that's our attitude. It should be that we see the Bible and it's straightforward. We just take it as it says. Or what do you think? Uh, yes. It is from a holy God, mm -hmm. but to man. Okay. So we should it as as we say the Bible is divine in nature. We shouldn't also uh, um, relate to the Bible such that it is something that cannot even be touched. Okay. As some uh, regard right. some sacred books, it is to us. So every word in there can also uh, humans can relate to. Those Thank words. you so much. And uh, our friend out there, the Bible is divine, yet God has given it to us to relate to us. We'll come your way tomorrow and continue the study with the process of inspiration. But before we sign off, I'll ask our sister to pray with us. Our Father in heaven, we thank you so much for the gift of your word in our lives, dear God. Though divine, though holy, you have given us this gift of your word as sinful beings, dear God. We pray that you grant us the spirit and the understanding to be able to live by your words. For this we have prayed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And we have just mentioned we'll be coming your way tomorrow with the process of inspiration. Uh, we hope you'll be going with us along this study to impart yourself. And until we come your way tomorrow, as we said, have a wonderful time and stay blessed. Next segment is Pillow Talk. We welcome you, our cherished listener, to our program once again. Remember, the program has been Pillow Talk. And as we already say, uh, as we have been saying, it's Pillow Talk because we believe that when you sleep on the pillow, God will help you to have a sound mind and think through and come out with solutions to everyday problems that we encounter. Remember, my name is Matilda Obinchia, your host. And we're going to continue with our topic, self-esteem. The last time, we didn't finish. And today, too, we are privileged to have our panel members here with us who will help us to understand some of the issues that we were not able to you know, talk about the last time. Once again, I have Madame Florence, I have Madame Lydia, and I have Madame Angelina. Remember, they are all teachers, and they are here to help us understand this. Yeah, once again, welcome, panel Thank members. You. In fact, I appreciate your time. <laughs> it's not easy getting people to come to your show. But any time we call you, we have the time to come. God bless you. Bless you know, you the too. last time we started with self-esteem, if you remember, we actually did a lot to it. We went through the concept self-esteem. Maybe we have to remind ourselves and our listeners out there what we said about self-esteem. We mentioned the types, if you remember. And we mentioned some examples. Can we refresh our minds more? What did we say self-esteem was? We said the ability of someone to exhibit the inner capabilities and potentials. Yeah, I remember. Believing in yourself. And believing in yourself. And I remember Madame Florence adding, uh, uh, I remember, very, well. very good, knowing and oneself very well. And the potentials that one possesses. Okay. We also spoke about the three kinds of self-esteem. 
we said we have the inflated one, the, the low, low and the, the self, high. high one. Yeah. And we said that we actually want to promote the high one and work on the low self-esteem. Okay. I want us to continue from where we reached the last time. We may have a low self-esteem people in our midst, in our churches, in our homes, don't we? Yeah, I think we do. We do. We do. Very they good. What are the roles that we can play as parents? The role that we can play as religious bodies? The role that we can play as teachers as you are? And the society, in order to bring up the low self-esteem people? I don't think we should leave them behind. No. no. All right. So today, help me, and let's do justice today. So we begin with... Goals, okay. Yeah, thank you very much for the... Question given. Okay. My goals with you know let the person know him or herself very the well. Person should know himself yes. or herself very and well. Then let the person also know that there are a lot of capability that God has given to each and every okay. person. Okay. So my is give encouragement. Okay. So are you coming from the home? The home. The home. Yes. Where the parents, the yes. mommy, the daddy, the siblings must give encouragement to the person who is living of with course, low self esteem. Okay. The parent, it goes out to all parents. That let your child know that he or she is, you know, one of the best. Okay. So always words from your mouth alone. Okay. Can uplift the child. Okay. Let so you're talking know. about encouragement. You're talking yes. about commendation using your encouraging words. Yes. You know that one is very very important. Very very vital. What comes out from our mouth? mouth. Yes. As parents. Yes. Sometimes you hear something that a parent will say to his or her daughter, his son, and it's and you like you, are, him or her down. you don't understand. You don't believe it. You understand. Even when you see that the person is not pulling, it's your duty as a mother to pull the child Bring along oh, exactly. and tell the child you can do it. Yes. Is that not it? Yes. Thank I've you. been finished with the okay, parents. Please, Sometimes go ahead. Yeah. our inner outward, I'm, I'm talking about the physical appearance of okay. the person. Okay, all right. See, sometimes when you realize that the child is bringing him or self down. All right. You have to go close to the child and realize that maybe the person is talking Having like a problem. battling with the body and the physical aspect of okay. the person's life. Okay. So it's you, the parent, talk to you or hey. Bring I him closer to you. Yes. Make him your friend. Make him a friend. All then right. Then let him or her know that it is God who has created. We are the image of God. Exactly. And so the person okay. should accept him All or right. herself. Very well. Then I think that And I think from the okay, Auntie to Lydia. to add related to what he yes, said, still the home. Even the physical appearance, mm -hmm. the adornment, the child's dress or what he puts on when mm -hmm. he goes out and meets okay. friends. Okay. You compare what he's wearing to what the friends exactly. are wearing and say, exactly. "I don't fit in." So we should, much as we don't have money, the little we can do, all right, we should to provide the basic, the basic needs. needs and bring them up in such a way that when they go out. They will fit in. They will not see themselves as odd ones. That's it. That also brings so down parents, their self-esteem. Yeah. So true. parents have a role to play oh, there. Okay. I would I, want to yes. come from the religious body's Thank point you. of view. Okay. In our churches, do we give children the chance to do the things we adults do? Everyday adults. Everyday adults. Yes. Okay. So that if the child is given the chance gradually, okay. they pick up from where parents yeah. end off. Okay. And then before you realize, they have stand in your stead to do what oh, okay. you would have done. So we so should give platform. Is that's what you're to saying? The children. Let's give platform to yes. the children in our so various churches. They'll learn from okay. us. And, all right. And all right. And do you want to take it from where? Yeah, Which I want angle? Out to, to the okay. But I'll all right. come from the school. All right. Like this goes to the teachers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like yourselves. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> goes exactly. to you. Yes. Uh -huh. Sometimes we do discourage our peoples. Exactly. We discourage them very much. Exactly. When they do the assignment, the exercises. You see a big zero, 
Uh oh. <laughs> Wait. The yes. Eyes, the ears. The leaves. Everything over there. You are mocking the child. You are mocking the child. That's not and good. And that will put up the child. It's it's true. It kills spirits. So it kills yeah. spirit. Yeah. You know, I've been. I've, once in a while I teach and I've been telling my students that God creates human beings yeah. but teachers can make exactly. and we can all make human beings you agree with me thank you so you see we have to be very so careful as teachers for instance yeah. we do have uh, counseling okay. uh, teachers all right. they do counsel those people all right. so when you see such people okay. you need to bring them the, up and yes, counsel and them counsel and encourage them, them. Encourage them. Okay. you may find out some problems mm -hmm. whereby you can stand on that and help that child Listener, I think you are following us closely this time round, and the, the discussion has been very interesting. See, sometimes it's the time that we don't have, but I think the discussion has been very interesting. One, we are talking about self-esteem. Remember, we started with the concept, we came with the types, we came with the traits. We are now on the role that we can play in order to bring up those we think are possessing low self-esteem, so that we, we we help them out. And my panel members have been doing justice to that. They have mentioned, don't forget, the role of the parents. So, parents, if you are watching us, this goes to you the role of the teacher as themselves teachers <laughs> your math your math can do magic for us exactly. the child is getting zero the child is getting one but it's your duty to tell the child you can, you can do, do it, it. Better. exactly yes. exactly and you'll be helping god and in one, making that one, yes one major role teachers can play mm -hmm. is to encourage our children to read read because as you read more you gather knowledge you expose you yourself, broaden your, your, your knowledge very so good. that when you stand to talk then you know what you are saying. Yes, yes. Okay. But once you don't read, then you don't know. Of course, it becomes so when you are giving yes. the opportunity, you, you, you begin to scare. You begin to be, you yeah. know, become so scared. Please, I want to yes, give please. This advice I. to parents out there. Okay. You know, it's not by your mistake that you're giving birth to a low self-esteem boy or girl. Or okay. Somebody with a physical disability. Yes. Uh -huh. We have some parents when they give birth to such people. People. You see, they try to hide them, mm -hmm. which is so mm -hmm. bad. They you know, you them have up. to try and motivate the child. Yeah. Knowing that he or she is also an image of God. Of course. I, of I course. was reading this book from Nicholas. Okay. And this man without limbs and arms. Yes, see, yes, yes, yes. The yes. father encourages him. Okay. So Every now day. look at where he has reached. Okay. So I'm Even though he's with physical disability. Don't let that one alone. Don't hide your child. Okay. Bring him or her out. Speak to that child and that child will possess. Thank you very age. much, panel members. I wanted to add something. Yes. Yeah. We, we, to we those, some those, few, those, those uh -huh. who have that low esteem, okay. we can assign certain duties to them. Exactly. Exactly. And once they have been able to accomplish yeah, those then tasks, you appraise them. Yes. And they become confident. Exactly. All right. And we we'll put them at where their abilities are. Uh, uh, so that so they'll that be able they to accomplish out. it. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, my my panel members. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. The listener out there, we have been treating self-esteem. And I think um, this moment will end that topic for now, for self-esteem. We have done justice to it. I think you will agree with me from the beginning to this time. We have really done justice to it. Once again, I remain your host, Matilda Obinchre. My panel members have been Madame Lydia, Madame Florence, Madame Angie. And I thank them so much. Every time they get the time, they come here and they help us to go through the topics. And we know you are really getting something out of it. Thank you very much. And once again, we will get back to you another time. Thank you. Dear friend, we would like to receive your feedback, so call us on the number plus 233-5015-61849 plus 233-5015-61849. You can also email us at the address 
Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa.
we have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. My dear friend, it's such a joy we have to sit at the feet of the cross of Jesus to listen to him as he speaks to us. I want to, in a very special way, welcome you to the Moment of Truth broadcast. I want us to consider the subject, Vengeance is Mine. A memory test is taken from the book of Nahum, chapter 1, verse 2. It reads, The Lord is a jealous God, an avenging God. The Lord takes vengeance and is filled with wrath. The Lord takes vengeance on the foes and maintains wrath with his enemies. Vengeance is mine. I read an interesting story several years ago from a devotional book, A Life to Live, written by Dr. Chimizi A. Obiyanu. It is my prayer that God would help us to understand fully the import of this message. Maybe it would help us to have a change of heart and attitude towards people who might have wronged us deeply that we find it difficult to forgive them. A student one day received two letters, one for him and the other for his friend, with whom he had fought the previous week. The student sustained several bruises from this fight. He was looking for a better way to revenge because he felt that this friend had beaten him so much and he ought to have his pound of flesh. And so when he received these letters, his dream of retaliating had come to pass, according to him. And so he decided to burn the letter without giving it to his friend. When he closed from school and came back home, he hurriedly went to the fireside, brought out one of the letters from his bag, and burnt it. Little did he know, that the letter that he had burnt was his own letter. And so after he realized that the letter he had burnt was his own letter, he was torn between giving the other letter back to his friend or burning it too. It took a time before this man would come to terms with giving the letter to his friend. And so when he went back to school, he gave this letter to his friend. The friend was so happy because he has given the letter to him. And so to show that he was so happy about what he did, he opened the letter for both of them to read the letter together. Lo and behold, it was a reply to an application for scholarship that both of them had made to the state school management board. The letter was an invitation for an interview in two days' time. The student who burned the letter took excuse and ran as fast as his legs could carry him, hoping that an act of God may help have prevented his letter from being burnt. And when he got there, all he could see was the remnants of the letter that he had bent. And it read, come along with this letter for the interview. His regret was great. He tried everything possible to be able to get a duplicate copy. However, it didn't work out. And so he could not attend the interview. Friends of God, it is true that there are a lot of things that people might have done to us. Some could be our family members, could be our parents, could be our mom, our dad, our friends. They might have hurt us so deeply that we want to seek revenge. I've come to tell you that vengeance is mine, says the Lord. In our attempt to revenge, we lose our sense of Christianity and sound judgment. We therefore become prey for the devil and ruin and regret will follow after. Instead of retaliation, of any form of fighting back, I would want you to consider that God is ever ready to see you through whatever challenges you are going through. And that is why the Bible says that vengeance is mine. He avenges in ways we may not understand and at times that we do not expect. Revelation, Romans chapter 12, verse 15, 
has it to say. Romans chapter 12, 15. It says that, live in harm- rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low esteem. Do not be conceived. 17. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. 18. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to revenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, the Bible says, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. May the Lord continue to bless you, even as you decide to leave the matter into the hands of God, and he will surely bless you. I remain God's humble servant, also answer Daniel. Amen. We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus 233-5015-61849, plus 233-5015-61849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com, AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. All too soon our time is up. But before I leave, remember, the world is coming to an end. And are you ready for eternal life? Or you are heading towards eternal damnation. Please be wise. Accept Christ into your life so that eternal life will be assured. For AWR Ghana, I am Belle. May God bless you.